Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is week three of Maximize Bootcamp. There it is. Now I can just steal that screenshot for the recording and I don't have to upload one. So anyway, uh, great to hang out with all you guys. Uh, I say this every week, but I am so stinking excited about the lineup today. And I cannot figure out how to turn this off. There we go. All right, got it. <laughs> multitasking while I'm talking. So good morning. Good morning. <laughs> take over, Meg, quick. <laughs> All right. Well, it's going to be a great morning. Who had an awesome Thanksgiving and maybe got a little bit of rest, a little bit of family, and now you are ready to get back at it. Um, anyone have the little reminder in these last couple of days that some hope dealers are needed around here, right? So, uh, that's what that's what we're going to do this morning. We are going to pour into ourselves, take lots of notes, kind of fill all of our cups so that we can pour out and be ready to go out and make a difference. Well, let's just do it. Let's do it. What do you say? Okay, so we're on week three. We have three more weeks or no, two more weeks after this, right? Mm -hmm. Two more weeks, two more weeks after this. So um, keep showing up, text your team if you don't see them on and say, where are you this morning? I get it. It's a holiday weekend, but it's it's uh, cool if they don't show up, if they don't want to build this business. I mean, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She's going to have to keep reins on me today because I'm feeling a little honorary. I think every time I get on Zoom, I am. But anyway, hey, we are going to start out today. First of all, real quick recap on what this boot camp is all about. We fully believe, and I want you to put a one in the chat if you agree with me, but don't put a one yet because I didn't say it. So you don't know what you're agreeing with. If you just agree with whatever I say, then you can put a one in the chat. But wait till I finish saying it. We believe that this right now, this season we are in from about mid-November until Christmas Day is the single most important season in growing this business, mm -hmm. in impacting people's lives. How many of you agree with that? If you've been in this business for any length of time, I used to think it was March when I would start, okay? Because you know, Doug had this little graphic that he would put up. And because my first January that rolled around, you know, I was like, January, everybody gets healthy in January. This is awesome. And it was an awesome month. Um, but then February was even better. And I remember Doug had this graphic that he put up. It was this little bar chart. And he had like, January was like to here. And then he goes, but wait, February. And it was even higher. I'm like, no, there's no way February is gonna be better than January. And then he went over to March and there was like a guy standing there holding up the bar chart. And it was like way up here. And then it was like April. And I'm like, there's no way March, April. And just the way this business flows. So anyway, I used to think that that was the biggest, the most important season, but really the work of growing January, February, March, April. And really it starts the week after Christmas. Uh, December 26th is one of the biggest days in this business, but the most important season is right now. So if you're a new coach, and you're on boot camp. You signed up for the fire hose, but congratulations on being here. You have joined up at the exact right time. If you are a coach trying to re-engage, this is the time. And it's hard because you don't see a lot of the immediate feedback from clients coming on, coaches coming on. I mean, there'll be plenty that come on if you keep doing the work, but you're not seeing like the massive feedback that you see in the first quarter of the new year. 
because you're doing all the underground work right now. So this boot camp is all about that. We called it Maximize because this is about maximizing the consistent work that you do right now, the mindset work mm -hmm. and the actual work, the hard work and the heart work. It's about maximizing that so you can get maximum impact when this new year rolls around. Okay, so who's all on board with that? Just wanted to do a quick reminder why we are all here this morning. It's not just to get fired up and hear somebody talk and, and get motivated. That's not what this is about. I was thinking this morning when I was getting ready, if all of us on here, and I listen, I love it. Some of you are starting 50 conversations a day. Some of you are starting 20 conversations a day. Oh, how many of you guys are doing the, um, the hub that uh, uh, Melanie Snare and Barrett created, the Daily Action Hub? I had to look through. Okay, put what plan you are doing in there. So some of you are doing like the hair on fire uh, plan. I don't remember what that one's called. Some of you are doing the beginner one. That's the middle one, whatever. It doesn't oh. matter. But I was thinking this morning, honestly, there's uh, six, 7,000 people in this boot camp, at least in the boot camp group. Okay, so there's about 1,000 on right now on the Zoom. And then there are about, let's see, 500 that are watching live on Facebook. Um, so somewhere between the 1,500 and the 7,000 uh, that are part of the group, if everybody that's part of this group, 100%, heck, even 90%, even 80%, heck, even 50%, would just do daily consistent action. That's it. I don't even care the amount. If you will start one new conversation every day. Now, if you're doing 10 now because you got some big goals, I'm not saying back it down to one. I'm just saying what we do is we set these big goals. We get fired up on boot camp. And we're like, I'm going to do 20 conversations a day. I'm going to post 16 times. I'm going to, you know, we get all these goals and then we don't do it. We end up feeling like failures and we're worse off than when we started because mm -hmm. our reputation with ourselves went down because we didn't honor our commitment that we made to ourselves. If, if everybody in here will just make the minimal commitment to post one time per day on social media to Add one single friend, maybe somebody that you meet at church or at Starbucks or at the family party, and you go add them on, on Facebook and say hi to them. One every day. And if you will start one meaningful new conversation every day, did you hear the word new in there? If you will just do that consistently for the next month, for the next 90 days, how about that? Because it takes 90 days. The business you're seeing right now is a result of the work you were doing two or three months ago. Did you know that? So right now, what month are we working for? Some of you math whizzes or calendar whizzes, what month are we actually working for right now? Right, technically February. So it's January or February, right? It takes two or three months, maybe even March, some of that. That's what we're doing right now. But if you'll just do that and let me let that be an encouragement to you, because, listen, I'm the guy that's like, let's go all out hair on fire. Let's blow this thing up. Let's you know, start 6000 conversations a day. Did you know that when we. Started this business, we started on average, how many conversations per day do you think we started and built a pretty massive business in a short amount of time? Who knows? Uh, this is a test. All right. You all know. You all know. No, it wasn't 10. It wasn't 15. It wasn't, it was three. Most months we started a hundred conversations. That's about three per day is what it comes out to. But here's the key. 
We didn't do it one month and then not do it the next month. We didn't do it one week and then take three weeks off because we were discouraged because we were in our head because we got distracted because life happened. I don't know about you. I'm glad life happened this morning when I opened my eyes. So I was able to get out of my bed and be here with all of you. Anybody glad life's happening? Be careful when you use that as an excuse and you put out there that that's a negative thing that life is happening. That was free. Okay. But we literally, it was just three conversations a day. And I get it. People are like, yeah, but social media is different now. And you got to start more. No, no, I disagree. Relationships are relationships. You start three meaningful conversations, meaningful relationship building conversations every single day. Heck, just do one. You will see massive results. And then what happens? Here's why some of you are out here starting more conversations because you realize you can compress time because this actually works. So now if I start two conversations a day, I can double the number of people I'm gonna impact in the same amount of time. If I can start three conversations, I'm gonna triple that impact. It's all just numbers, you guys. So anyway, uh, I just mentioned something. We get in our head, right? That's what stops us from doing. We get paralyzed. Maybe we don't know what to do and we're afraid to ask the question. We feel dumb asking a question. You know, it's kind of like when you've, you've met somebody like five or six times and you can't remember their name, but you're already too far in the relationship to ask them. You know what I'm talking about? Some of us as coaches feel that way with some of the basics of this business. We're like, I've been in, I, I spoke on a training. I don't know how to start conversations. I can't raise my hand and ask how to start conversations. Do it. Raise your hand. Ask. So whatever it is, but a lot of what happens often, and, and life just has a way of, of bringing this to us, is discouragement creeps in. and keeps us from doing the minimal, consistent, simple work that it takes to build relationships every day. Somebody asked me yesterday um, about a new email marketing system and blah, 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 and all, and all this and this fancy. And I was thinking, that's, I, I get that. That's nice. I've never seen anybody build this business with one of those systems. Um, and I would think if it was the answer, then <laughs> somebody would have discovered it, how to use it by now. Yeah. And that's great. Get more organized, get more professional. But as I was reading through the details of the tools that they offer, I was thinking, this isn't what we do. You know, it's like, you can, you can uh, mass blast all your clients on text. I mean, I, I get there might be a scenario where you, where it would save you three minutes by doing that instead of, you know, in some scenarios, but for the most part, that's like, I'm going to get this system so I can send a mass text to all my friends at the same time or all my family. So I don't have to text each of them individually. This is a relationship building business. So anyway, the, the, Next person that's coming on, and we're going to get cranking into this, um, is one of the most incredible leaders that we know, one of the most incredible humans that we know. Um, we knew about this guy, uh, well, for decades, really. <laughs> yeah. um, just incredibly respected in his field and uh, in, in both of his fields, I should say, as a pastor and uh, as a coach. Um, when I grow up, I want to be as nice of a human <laughs> as John Brown is. <laughs> so John, take it away, man. Thanks for being here. Wow, Dan, you, I would love an intro from you every morning. That was awesome. Appreciate it. Uh, I am tasked with talking about discouragement. 
for those of us who have faced discouragement, but I'm going to one up that. And I want to talk to you more about how to overcome discouragement because nobody wants to get on boot camp to learn about how to be discouraged. And I want to talk about grit and resiliency. Um, I think those are key to being a great coach. And uh, I was at Optavia convention. If you were at Optavia con convention this last summer, put a one in the chat. I want to see all my conventioners. Um, but uh, Dan and Megan have taught us to look for the gold nuggets, to find them in every conversation with people that we're hanging out with. And I was hanging out with a guy by the name of Mike Mills, who his coach happens to be, his business coach happens to be none other than Dr. A. And uh, I said, what are you learning from convention? What was your nugget? What was your takeaway? And he had a conversation with JC Dornick. And uh, he said, I am, I just would love to know the secret sauce. How can you predict if a coach is going to be successful in their business or not? I'd love to know how to do that. And uh, I want to share with you his answer in a minute. But how many of you think you know the answer to that? What it takes to be a successful coach in this business? It's really not what you think it is. Uh, you probably won't guess the answer, so I'm not going to ask you. Plus, I don't have time to wait for all your responses. Um, but J.C. Dornick said this, you simply cannot know if a coach will be successful until they have gone through some adversity and discouragement and they have shown you that they will keep on going. That's the only way you can know if they've gone through discouragement and adversity and they show you that they will keep on going. So it doesn't take a huge social media following as we've heard on bootcamp. It doesn't take a, a whole lot of charisma. It takes you having grit and resiliency to keep on going even when you get discouraged. In 1991, they did an experiment. Eight scientists and doctors entered into this thing that they called the biosphere. It was a big experiment to see if life on earth could um, be duplicated in other planets. And they learned a lot through this biosphere and they had a lot of failures. But one of the things that they saw happen in the biosphere is the trees that they planted in this thing grew up super fast. They just sprang up in, in crazy fashion. Um, obviously that environment allowed for that to happen. It's kind of like a greenhouse effect. But what they found is the trees grew up really tall, really fast. But then as they grew tall, they started to flop over at the top. The top of the tree began to bend and begin to break the fruit trees started dragging on the ground and the fruit was hanging on the ground and they were trying to figure out what was going on and what they learned from that experiment is they learned that there was no wind in the biosphere and because there was no wind the trees uh, began to bend and break they did not have stress wood the, the wind and the storms caused uh, a flexing and a building of muscle within the tree or stress wood that allowed it to stand up under the pressures of time and the environment around them. And so that's one of the keys to this business for you is that you through those hard times, those adversity times, through those hard months would build a stress wood inside of you. And so I want just to let you know, I wanna predict one thing about you and your business. You will face adversity and you will face discouragement. If you have been a coach for any amount of time, you know this. How many of you have faced discouragement and adversity this last week? Put a one in the chat. Just in the last week. How about it in the last month or two? Some of you are like, it's been a little bit longer than that. It's been like a while. I've been a little bit discouraged. I've been a little frustrated. It hasn't gone like I planned. I planned. I've been planting seeds. And here's the deal. If we don't plan for discouragement and adversity, it's going to hit us upside the head like a blind hit, a blindside hit. You have to plan ahead of time. The, the hit that does the most damage in a boxing match is the one that you don't see coming. The blindside hit is the one that takes you out. 
So just know that adversity and discouragement will come. It happens. It's going to happen. It might happen in the next week. It might happen in the next month. It's going to happen. There's going to be those moments, but you need to plan for it. So I want to give you four quick pro tips um, to overcoming discouragement and adversity. Number one, you need to have a no quit commitment, whatever it takes. It's easy in these boot camps to get revved up and fired up. But those that will say, I'm committed to this 100%. We, we heard the song beforehand, whatever it takes. I'm in this. I'm in this for the long haul. There's nothing that's going to take me out. Number two, you need to have a high five habit. A high five habit is waking up every single morning, giving yourself a high five. Mel Robbins did a, a interview on Ed Milet's podcast, and she talked about this. I'd recommend that you go and listen. But the, you need to learn to celebrate yourself more. You need to learn to wake up and look yourself in the mirror and go, I am a freaking awesome coach. I rock. They are lucky and blessed to have me in their lives. I am amazing at what I do. And anyone would love to have me as their coach. Learn to celebrate yourself. Have optimistic self-talk. Henry Ford wrote this, whatever you think. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Your mindset is everything. Be more grateful. Recommit to your positive daily affirmations. That was a past boot camp. Number three, fill up your tanks. Third thing, fill up your tanks. There's a lot of things that drain your energy in this business. The client that complains all the time about the feelings or about everything. The clients that can't seem to get through the weekend without cheating again. Come on, you know that happened to you already this past week, right? the client or coach that ghosts you, the coach on your team um, that you are absolutely sure would blow it up and life happened to them and they're making excuses. All of that is draining. No matter which way you slice it, it's draining. And it can get the best of us. It can cause us to feel like quitting. That happened to Janet and I. Uh, we had an amazing August, a record-breaking August and a record-breaking September and then October hit like a brick wall. And we unfortunately didn't see that coming. And it, it really was hard. It was discouraging. And uh, I want to just say that when life happens, we need to learn to find um, why we got into this in the first place. Go back to filling your tanks. Go back to the clients that breathe life into you. When you get around them, you're just like, man, this is awesome. I know I got into this. They're amazing. I love coaching them. Go back to the coaches that breathe life into you. When you are around them, they just, they just remind you of why you're doing what you're doing. Um, this filled our takes. We went back to this. Um, and Dave Blanchard said it this way, time management is elusive. It's more about energy management. So manage your energy, fill your tanks. And last but not least, keep planting seeds. And remember this, the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you eat the fruit. The day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. You've been planting seeds. Maybe it feels like nothing is happening. Maybe it feels like people just aren't responding. Maybe you can't make the seeds grow any faster. Just keep planting. Do your daily hub. Do your daily business building activities. Add the friends. Start the conversations. Keep loving people. And uh, those frustrating, hard times that you're going through are going to pay off if you just keep doing the work. The antidote to your frustration is action. Mm, so so good. good. Thank you, John. And uh, uh just really grateful for you guys as friends, you and Janet, and um, love doing life with you and business with you and have watched you face that discouragement that that you, I know we, we watched it happen um, like a brick wall, um, but you decided to lean in to do that hard work, to do that heart work and to do some energy management and go back to the things that fill you up and love to see you on here today sharing this. And you're, it, you're so right. 
the antidote to discouragement is action. You know, it's not the pity party. It's not the going backwards. It's not the getting in our heads. It's the moving forward, doing the things, just getting them done. And so we're going to talk about some of those things that are vital. And so I want to bring on um, this amazing coach who you're going to love her energy and uh, the way that she shows up in the world every day. So Tara Claiborne, come off mute. Thank you so much. Good morning, everybody. So I'm hiding in a cabin, in a corner, in a bedroom with a little sketchy Wi-Fi. So please pray that it sticks. Um, anyway, first of all, I want to tell you all, we are all ordinary people, but right now I want to tell you, you are extraordinary. You know why? Number one, you showed up on this boot camp on a Thanksgiving weekend. So congratulations to you. Secondly, the Lord equips ordinary people to do extraordinary things. You have it within you. You've just got to keep pulling it out and being on boot camps and leaning into your mentor teams and loving people. So that's one of the things that I want to share a little bit about client support. Um, there's a little bit of a love-hate relationship with client support. But with that, I want to share, we work so hard to show up to post, to do conversations, to get in, to have our containers, to do health assessments. And so with all of that, yes, you will have cancellations. This program isn't for everyone, but as hard as you work, we need to work really, really hard to show up for our clients so that we keep them on this journey. And so first of all, I want you to put in the chat, that love-hate relationship, that tug of war. How many of you put a 10 in the chat and just be honest? This is okay to be honest on here. Put a 10 in the chat if you love client support, you jump out of bed to do client support and you really, really look forward to it. Put a one in the chat if there have been times that you're like, it's already Monday again. Um, and then put a five in the chat if you're like a tug of war. And I'll be honest, there are some days that I am a five. Some days I love it, I'm energized. And just like John said, it's about energy distribution. And so with that, you wanna show up for your clients and be the best that you can. I love client support. Um, I have built my business almost three years now. I have really worked hard. I jumped in, I needed to replace a full-time income. And so I knew one of the best ways to do that was to help as many people as I could. And I love helping people. And so I have tried since, the, since I could build it up to have about a 25,000 frontline qualifying volume. That's a lot of people for client support. But one of the things I wanna share with you is just off the top of, of that, you're making $7,750. As an executive director, that's certified right there. So if you need more income fast, clients are where it's at, but you have to love them well. And so I want to share my screen and just talk to you a little bit about what it takes. So first of all, I want you to think about if you are an amateur or a professional. I knew I wanted to build this. I knew I loved people and I wanted to come in and I wanted to be seen as a health coach. Yes, you have to brand yourself, you have to work at it. Some days you have to fake it, but you show up and be a professional. Just think about 
as a doctor or a nurse, and no, you don't have to have one of those degrees to do this well. They show up, and here's how they show up. Um, they show up in relationship, organization, and consistency. And so I just want to share a little bit about that. Relationships, first of all, make people your number one. I loved on last week's boot camp at the very, very end when Dan said, put a big heart around the whole entire thing. That's what surrounds this whole entire mission is heart. So love people well, ask questions, find out what's important to your clients, know their husband's name, know their kid's name, know what career they have, listen to them and get to know them. Um, organization, time management and energy management is a really, really big key piece. And with that, um, you want to make sure that you have a routine, that you are showing up, and you are doing it well. You need to be organized, whether it's on paper. Yes, my paper girl, but I still have a digital calendar. Um, whether it's showing up on paper or electronically, do that. Take notes, write things down, type them in show up again for your clients so that you can keep them. Some of you are brand new coaches and you may have three clients or five clients or seven clients. You can keep it up in your head. But once you start getting over a hundred clients, can you imagine having over a hundred clients? It's really thrilling. You can't remember every single conversation, every detail, every pound loss, every non-scale victory, write it down um, or type it in. And then consistency. Again, client support. Your clients need to know when you're going to be calling them. When are you going to be showing up? Do they know what day you have? I would recommend that you have two days out of the week, maybe one evening, maybe one daytime, that you have a time block of an hour or two, and you are going to be, you just have a list of your clients that you're going to call, and you call them, um, and they know what day you're going to call them. So as soon as I finish a health assessment and get a yes, I let them know what the expectations are. I lead their journey. It is their journey, of course, but I lead it. At the end of the health assessment, I will say, okay, I'm going to process your order. Um, the next time we're going to talk is going to be on your kickoff call. We'll watch for emails to see when your order is going to be delivered, and we will figure out when, when we're going to schedule that kickoff call. In the meantime, I'm going to add you to our client support page. I'm going to start sending you daily text messages to get you prepared, give you tips, watch a few quick videos, and you're gonna be ready to jump in and get started as soon as we have that kickoff call. Then day one through four, I'm gonna be touching base with you um, for really just about five minutes to check and see how you're doing. Uh, we're gonna go over your food logs. We're gonna see if you have any questions. And then after that, we're gonna be talking once a week for about 10 minutes. Um, so don't ask them if they want those things. You tell them, this is how this works and you lead them because you know whether you're one day ahead of them or you're one year ahead of them, you are the leader and they need you to lead them because you have more experience. Um, and so the other thing are commitments, make sure you are committed. And I've even taken Courtney Pendle and I think came from Megan on the health assessment. I asked them for their commitments and then I follow through and, and set them up for success. I want them to know about the life book. I asked them, will you commit to 20 to 30 minutes a week to work in your life book? And I go over that more starting on the day eight call in their one week. Um, I asked them, are you a reader or do you like to listen? We have podcasts. 
even sometimes when, when clients are struggling, you can go look up the podcast on Optavia Habits of Health podcast channel, find what they're struggling with, copy and paste the link and send that to them and ask them, will you listen to this before we talk next week? Um, get them, make sure you have a weekly call. That's the health coach part. Um, will you commit to the nutrition program that I put you on and if, and talk to me about anything you're feeling or struggling with, let's communicate and have a partnership in this. And then client page, will you engage and celebrate other people? Will you look at that client page for other support? Um, it's open 24 seven and you keep reminding them of this to keep them integrated into the whole system. Um, weekly calls, a lot of times, okay, for the first couple of weeks, you know what to talk about. And then after that, it's like, okay, what are we supposed to talk about? Um, so think about this. And I learned this from one of our leaders on our team, Catherine Walker. She does a past, present, and future question each time. Okay, what can we celebrate for last week? That's past. Let them tell you what they can celebrate. How excited are you about that? Um, what are you currently working on in your life book? What struggles may you be having? Um, that's present. And then future. What events do you have coming up in the next few days or this next weekend that we need to talk about? Um, and so use those three questions. You can also, in your coach kit, there is a coach guy that has questions that will guide you through the elements on what to ask your clients. Um, and then also some weeks, and this might be a good week when people come back, there are times when I'll say, do you want me to, to coach you this week with grace or tough love? I want them to tell me um, and, you know, and I show up how they want me to coach them. So with that, I also want to share with you, um, would you want you as a health coach? Think about that. Would you want you as a health coach? How are you showing up? Okay. Um, are you distracted and on the phone and doing all kinds of things while you're trying to talk to them? Or are you focused for five to seven minutes on them? Be where your feet are. Be with them for five to seven minutes and tell them, okay, I've got another call in 10 minutes. So these seven minutes are yours. And then set a timer. Um, what you are not, okay? You are not Wonder Man, Wonder Man, Wonder Woman or Superman. You are not a hero. Don't hero coach, okay? You're also not a therapist. You might be a doctor or a nurse. I don't know who you are, but really most of us are not doctors or nurses. We don't have to know all the information. You also are not their mom, okay? It's their journey. You meet them at matched efforts, but you lead them. Um, and that's by asking really good questions. And then are you duplicatable? Um, that is, are you showing up? Are you prompt, okay? Do you still have a life outside of Optavia? And are you engaged? Are you growing a business that's attractive? Um, or are you all consumed and, you know, hectic and it doesn't look chaotic? So ask yourself if you are duplicatable. And lastly, with that, I just want to, again, come back and say it's about relationships. It's all about relationships. These people trust you. They wanted you to be their coach. Um, and through these client support calls, it's where you're going to get future coaches, okay, or offer. That's where you drip, which is another training in the next week. You're going to drip coaching. You're going to talk about it, but it's how you show up. If you're attractive, that gets them to maybe want to think about what you're, you can offer. Also, 
Referral advocates, about 90% of my business is from referrals. And that's, again, the next speaker is going to talk about that. So referral advocates come from good client support where they trust you and you're loyal. And then these are fellow humans, fellow brothers and sisters that you just need to love where they're at and, and just be there for them. Some days, you know, again, don't be a therapist, but some days you have to meet them where they're at and find that out by asking questions. So anyway, thank you all for letting me share and just keep doing good client support on a schedule so that you're not going over. Thank you, Dave, man, Megan and Dan. I love that, Tara. That was awesome. Um, anyone else? Can't so you, good. Can't you tell Dang. how big Tara's heart mm -hmm. is and um, just how much she genuinely loves people? And she's leaned into that growth process. She didn't show up on day one, organized, ready to go, knowing all the things, right? But as you continue to bring on clients, if you want a large business, you have to learn these things to expand your capacity and be able to run a 25K frontline volume, right? You have to be able to like, um, you know, lean into some of these things that some of us go, oh, well, I'm just not organized or I'm not a numbers person. I'm not. Well, if you would like that kind of business, you lean in and you learn some of these things. But what's amazing is we can love people right where they're at one person at a time. So, so good, Tara. Thank you for all the tips. I, I know there was many requests for you to put those um, notes and slides in the the bootcamp page, so I'm sure you will, um, but let's keep moving on. And what's what's so powerful, right, is some of us, we wonder, we're like, well, okay, so I brought on some clients, but I haven't figured out how to um, pay it forward, bring on a coach, right? Well, you have to start with really uh, taking care of those clients well, helping them get some wins, right? And seeing that whether it be, I mean, Dan started coaching two weeks in a program, you don't have to know all the things to be a coach. You one step ahead, but if you can start feeling the, mo the momentum and the confidence of your own personal journey, um, then wow, you can go, Hey, I can invite other people to do this with me. I'm just a couple steps ahead and I have you, we do team coaching. This is going to be amazing. Right? So the next speaker, um, who I love her. Monique is going to come on in just a second. And she is going to talk about coaching clients through the holidays because some of us, we, um, I'm going to just lean in and say something for just a second. We make it a little too easy for people to um, step away from their goals. Mm. We have like all this grace and we're just like, oh, it's fine. You know what? Okay. Whatever you're feeling, whatever you're thinking, instead of going, Hey, listen, can I just, can I just be honest with you for a second? The reason you reached out to me is because you want change and you want things to be different mm -hmm. and you want to show up mm -hmm. to your family's house looking and feeling a certain way. You want to show up to the new year looking and feeling a certain way. You want to be ahead of that. You don't want to wait till January. Yeah. Do not just go give them the easy out that, you know, they, they're, they're testing you. Do you ever have kids or teenagers that test the boundaries? Well, our clients do it sometimes. Okay. So listen to Monique. She's got some amazing tips because if you help people thrive during the holidays, they're way more likely to jump on and want to be part of this long-term. All right, Monique, go for it, girl. Thank you so much. And Tara, that was amazing. Great client support tips. So I am going to share some tips to help you help your clients through the holiday season. Now, here's the thing. If they don't have a plan going into the parties, going into the holidays, or even traveling, they're setting themselves up to fail. And it is the saying, right? If you fail to plan, 
plan to fail. So we want to help our clients. And like Megan said, we don't want to be like, just do your best because guess what? It's going to come. Temptation is going to creep in. They're not going to have a plan. They are going to flounder. So we want them to be empowered to make a decision. So I am going to get into this a little bit because you know, yes, we want them to stay on program. This is the ultimate goal for all of our clients, right? Um, and we want to encourage that. But I want to help you also meet them where you're at, because this little bit can really help with that switch. So, you know, if you're telling them like you can, your only option is to stay on plan. Yes, we want to go back to their why. We want to dig. We want them to make that decision for themselves. But if they're not really playing that tape through on that client support and making that decision for themselves, they're going to yes us to death, right? And they're going to say, yes, um, I'm going to stay on plan because a lot of times they don't want to disappoint us, right? And you know, if they do have other motives going into it, like going to their grandparents' house and eating the cannoli or eating the cheesecake, and we haven't set up a plan for them, um, guess what's going to happen? They're going to feel like a failure, right? They're going to beat themselves up and they go right into the good or bad mentality. And they get into that self-doubt, that negative space, and they start questioning, you know, is this program for me? Am I able to do this? They sometimes want to quit or even worse, they hide from us. So we don't want that. We want them to feel empowered with the choice they make and stick to that choice. So we are going to, um, you know, this is what I encourage to, to really share with them. You know, right now, staying really connected with your clients during the season. Start asking them, right, on their weekly support now. Do you have any parties or gatherings coming up this week? Help them make a plan. Hang on one second. Let me see something. Okay. Help them make a plan. I'm going to give you some options. Um, and then also empower them by asking question, giving them extra tips. So I'm going to, I'm going to post all of this in the uh, bootcamp page. So don't try to write it all down. Um, let me see here. Can I, there we go. Okay. Three options. Of course, we want them to rock it out, you guys. We want to empower them to go back to this first choice because they're staying 100% compliant. They're drinking their water. They're fueling their body. Um, they're eating their lean and green. They're staying in fat burn and they're feeling like a boss. But I do, like Megan said, not letting them off the hook too soon, but letting them know their options. It's kind of like my kids. When I tell them they have to do something, they ain't gonna be doing it, right? They're gonna go the other way. So this way, if I kind of like place this, in their hands and let them make a choice and then go and empower them. So three bite plan, drink your water, eat your fuelings, have a full lean and green meal. Um, you know, you're doing all the things and then you're taking three bites around the holiday table. First bite is to, you know, to taste it. The second is to enjoy. And the third bite is to say, peace out. And I let them know, is this worth it? Because this will kick you out of fat burn. Um, you know, you have those goals. Or that third option is jump ship. And I really, really steer away from this one, but I do want them to um, feel empowered to make the decision. And that's eat, drink, be merry, do whatever they want, which they're not going to be merry um, when they're done. And I let them know that this can take up to four days to get back into fat burn. And before they choose option two or three, I am diving in and asking them these questions. 
So I am wanting them to, I'm asking, how do you want to feel after the day of the party or the holiday? How do you want to feel when you step on that scale? Will you be okay with that decision that you make? I'm playing the tape through with them because I want them to know that, hey, this is all about choices, right? It's not good or bad. It's about choices. Are you okay with the scale not moving that week? Um, are you okay with having to take a while to get into fat burn? And then do you feel like this is a slippery slope for you? There are a lot of food addicts out there, okay? And it's the saying, one is too many, a thousand is never enough. Do you feel like if you go with option two, having that couple of bites, you are going to spiral and is it worth it? Is it worth it? So I'm really empowering them to make that decision. And throughout all of this, I am giving them tips. So important. We really stay connected and give tips. I'm tagging them in healthy, lean and green holiday recipes on our client support page. I'm encouraging them to bring um, healthy side or make a lean and green dish to play it safe. So they are prepared encouraging them to eat a fueling right before they go out to the party. This is even for shopping, right? Or they're traveling so that they're satisfied and they're not tempted to get off plan. I'm encouraging them to drink all of their 64 ounces of water before they head out to the party. Um, this will keep them full. They won't be behind. And most importantly, do not save calories. It does not serve you. It is going to jack up your blood sugars. And I am letting them know, hey, we're not saving calories here. Um, keep a water bottle in their dominant hand. So when they're tempted to eat, they like look at that water bottle or they actually have to physically put it down to grab what they want and they just take a sip. I'm telling all clients this one. Take a couple of extra fuelings in case you are places longer than you anticipated. Keep them in your car. It's chilly most places. Keep a couple of bars in there. Keep them in your purse so you have backup. Um, and then be open and honest. Share with family and friends. You're on a health journey. It's important that you honor your commitments. And I let all of my peeps know right now, like, hey, listen, there's probably going to be some peer pressure there, okay? You're going to have some naysayers. But here's the thing. You're going to be inspiring them. And you are going to feel so good when you leave that party and you honored your commitments. And most importantly, who are we inviting to join you during this season to get healthy with you? And I'm reminding them like, hey, who else is out there that felt how you felt when you first started program, right? Because not only is it that much more fun, but it's that extra, extra accountability. So guys, I really want, again, to encourage you to empower your clients. Um, what is their choice, right? Teaching them to stick with their choice and us knowing what they want. And don't be a superhero coach. Like Tara said, we don't want a hero coach, but we do want to go the extra step because here's the deal. Well, we're building relationships and we're sticking with them closer in the season and they're rocking it out and they're getting those wins. Get one, we are building that relationship and the holidays are over. They're more likely to come on and join us, you know, and share this with their friends and family as they were able to watch them during the season. So I hope that helped. Um, thank you guys for letting me share. Man, Monique, awesome. Is this not some <laughs> massive gold today? Yep. Holy cow. Yep. Wow. So we had about five or six more speakers, but we're just going to go ahead and end there because you all already have way more than you can uh, digest today. Just kidding. We're going to keep going. Who wants to keep going? Who's we're going to take a vote. 
<laughs> Your vote doesn't count, but we'll take one. <laughs> All right. Man, so good. Jeez, what a great uh, boot camp. Thank you, Monique. Awesome. Uh, Tara, awesome. John, of course, all you guys are blowing it up. Okay, so um, you heard Tara say that 90% of her clients come from referrals. That comes from coaching well. Um, and coaching well doesn't mean overcoaching or super coaching, um, as, as both of them mentioned, but it comes from somebody thinking, wow, this person can actually help me get results. Mm. You know what I mean? If you, if you have a financial advisor that helps you get really wealthy, you want to tell your friends about that person, right? So it just, and that's the key, help them get results. It's one-on-one, -on -one, it's relationships. It's, it's not really not complicated. Anyway, about referrals. So we've got somebody coming on here that is, um, okay. Just keep going. We've got somebody coming on here that is um, not distracted like I am right Sorry. at this moment. Sorry. It's our daughter. It's off. <laughs> Just close it. All right. Restart. Restart. It was one of our kids. Anyway. Um, okay. Here, here's the deal. Bottom line. Uh, and I want to get these numbers right. Here, here's why we're bringing on the, the person that's um, coming on. In February, he started coaching, brought on two clients. In March, last year, brought on five clients. April, brought on eight clients. And that's where the numbers get fuzzy because I don't have the text right in front of me. But then it goes to like 12, 17, 29, 27. These are new clients every month. And you can actually see two things through the way <clears throat> Dale and Wendy have built, built their business. The consistency from the beginning, right? The seed you plant now, you don't eat the fruit today. I love that, John. Um, they'd stayed consistent without, you know, we all get excited when somebody's like, I went ED and, or I have a coach who went ED in, in two days. It was awesome. What about the coach that does the consistent work and brings on two new clients their first month? That might be you on here right now, and you might be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. You could have six months down the road, a month, if you play it right, where there's 29 new clients coming on, right? In the fall. I think he had like 29, or they had like 29 clients come on in August, and like 27 in September, and like 20-something in October. And I don't know where he's at, where they're at this month. I keep saying he, but... It's, it's an amazing couple. Um, but I know as of the 17th of the month, they had 17 new clients this month already in November, right before Thanksgiving. It's insane. So anyway, um, we did an interview with him on a smaller training. And he was talking about how he builds his business through referrals. And I'm telling you, they're doing some brilliant things. And we asked him, them to come on here and just share a little bit. So, so get your notes. Um, you, you don't have to take all these ideas. Don't try to emulate exactly what they're doing. That's not the idea. Get an idea or two, apply it. But I wanted to say all that to say this, they coach people well. So the things that they're going to be talking about don't work if you're not coaching people well, like Tara and Monique just talked about. Does that make sense? So that's really important. Those two things go together, which is why we we uh, positioned them in this boot camp the way that we have. So anyway, enough of me. Um, Dale, 
are you on dale morrill and wendy welcome take it away you guys hello everybody hey guys boy you got me in the doghouse with all those he's i know i don't know why i kept doing that i think because on the order it it says dale so i blame tiffany on that she made it that's okay look we're, we're doing everything that everybody else is doing uh, we're focusing what are we actually doing we're paying it forward we've had great success that's why many of the people have become coaches and we want to be able to pay that forward we want happy clients we want more clients and we want more coaches to pay it forward so what we do is we start out with coaching our clients we want them to have a first class experience with us so we always use the um, term we're giving the disney world travel planner effort so great clients they produce um, great results. So we just continue to provide them the best service that we can when we're coaching them. So the goal is to get those clients to have results. And that's what we're doing. We're coaching the hell out of them. You know, and when they get good results, you know, we want to reward them. And we're doing that through celebration posts. That's the easiest reward that we can do. We are a regular staple when it comes to the, the client support page. Anything that they have, whether it's a, a small poundage victory or a non-scale victory, that's what we're doing. What's the purpose behind that? The results are new. They're fresh. The most positive thing that's happening in that client's world at that very moment. Their motivation is up. Their confidence is up. But most importantly, they're open to new ideas and concepts at that very moment when they are in that super kind of positive state. So when we celebrate them, the post leads to conversations about posting scale and non-scale victories. We want them to provide before and after pictures along with, if they're not comfortable with doing a picture, then post out there your non-scale victory. It could be the smallest thing, but it's huge to you because you haven't had one in so long until you started this program. And so the goal is to ultimately get more clients, more coaches and more referrals, correct? But there's kind of a two-stage process that we're talking about here. You have your client support groups, and then you have the deep waters of Facebook. But we kind of consider it a two-phase kind of concept in the sense that we got the shallow, safe waters of our client support groups, and then we have the deep waters of Facebook. You know, that's where we try to use the the process that we're going to be talking about to quickly identify the natural coaches, the coaches that really don't need, or the clients that really don't need a lot of uh, push or motivation to become a coach ultimately versus people that we can work with and build on to uh, give them the confidence to start living out loud and moving in the direction of a coach or somebody that can lead to more referrals. So what we've um, put into place is for our part of our payment court is we incentivize. This prosecutor for a change will actually accept a bribe. No, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, we give like $10 or $25 or a $50 credit, a wellness credit. And that's our bribe, as you can say, that this prosecutor is okay with. Now, there's different types of bribes. They don't necessarily have to be cash yes. or wellness credits. But, uh, you know, when we're looking at this kind of two phase of the client support groups and using uh, different ways to reinforce people to post there versus the deep waters of social media like Facebook and their Instagram accounts, mm -hmm. stuff like that. In the support groups, it's not necessarily 
we're going to offer them wellness credits every single time. We'll use positive reinforcement, catching them on that immediate kind of response to their positive results that they're getting, scale or non-scale victories. But we'll also sometimes, you know, we'll do $5 gift cards, you know, to Starbucks or, you know, we'll do a $10 wellness credit if they're doing a post because that's the jumpstart or the kind of the catapult to, to create a trajectory towards those deeper waters of the Facebook. And then as well, you know, we, we have no problem of giving them those credits, you know, the wellness credits towards those posts on Facebook and Instagram. But even if they choose to, you know, we have them, they'll, they'll post anyways for us. We will still honor and give them those credits. What would be the purpose behind that? Okay, well, for one, you got positive reinforcement for their posting. For example, my father-in-law finally started posting when he started seeing results, and that has continued to help him with um, posting. He's getting a lot of his friends seeing his success, so it's positive, giving him a positive reinforcement to continue on. Um, we have those that are on individual journeys that we will give them credits for. So what is happening is it's supporting them on their journey, and it's giving them credits towards our next month. It could be they have a tight budget. So we are rewarding them with their posting and that is giving them money towards their next month and they will continue to be successful in their journey because we don't want them to give up, especially if they have not reached their goal yet. Also, we're reinforcing generous pay it forward for health. The first attitude within this community is positive reinforcement, but also positive health. So we will pay it forward for those clients as well for posting, whether it be non-scale or if it's a um, photo. I'd have to admit my dad's Frankenstein. <laughs> Once we got him crazy. going, he represents all of those categories of, you know, positive reinforcement, helping out on the budget, yep. but then also the attitude of, you know, this isn't about just putting money in our pockets. This is paying it forward. This is getting that, that movement forward of health and that health journey. So you got deep water posts. You got people that are out there on social media and they are posting for you. What does that mean for you? And what does that mean for the client themselves? Well, everybody knows out here that when somebody posts about their journey, about their victories on the scale, their non-scale victories, they get 100% positive feedback. I don't know a single person that has posted that's, I've lost seven pounds in the first week. I've lost 20 pounds in the first three weeks, or I'm sleeping better and I got better energy that got a negative response. You just don't see that. So when we're pushing them in the direction to help, you know, give them the confidence to post, they are going to get absolute 100% positive support, pushing them forward, not only on their journey, but now what does that mean? You're getting likes, you're getting comments. And then you're getting new conversations coming out of that. And what does that mean for me? That's like going out to a lake and I know the one fishing hole and now I'm casting out into other areas and I'm hitting new fishing holes in the sense of there's more opportunities. There's more people that I get to meet. There's more comments. There's more conversations. And uh, I get right in there and I jump all over those comments. I jump all over those likes. I make new conversations with people. And guess what? I have a conversation starter. I got an outstanding friend that just posted about awesome victories. And we get to talk about that person now. And we get them to tag us in the post. 
Absolutely. And they tag us in the post, then we can also go back and comment on those as well because some people are asking them for information, but also we're, we can see who is looking at their posts. So what do those comments actually mean when people are asking for more information and uh, they want to know about the program? Uh, we had one person that, you know, posted the first time and they had two, 300 likes and they had five, 10 comments about wanting to know about what their success was in their program. Well, guess what? That is a mini explore that just happened right there yep. because those people want a coach and they probably want somebody that they know, love and trust. And that person right there is the person that just did that com that did that post. So we're going to have a conversation with that person first to develop and explore whether or not they're interested in coaching, or at least we're able to jumpstart them into the topic of that. Oh. All right, so we're closing. We're trying to stay on time. So there's also another important part about getting other people to post on your comments or, or getting them to post for you and tag you, as she mentioned. Because if they tag you, that goes to your timeline. And that's developing a good Facebook timeline to where it's just not about you and your before and afters or just your feelings. But it's actually another way to develop your timeline. So when people are stalking you, Facebook stalking you, they may not be liking or commenting, but they're checking out everything that's happening with you in your journey. They get to see all the other people that are going on that journey with you. And it's a good test to show that you're an absolutely awesome coach. So they may not know you and they, they're commenting and liking on their friends' posts and they're interested in the program and now they're jumping over to see you. They're going to have a great timeline to see, you know, kind of the test of whether or not you can be a good coach for them. And the last final part. You know, what I would say is we add three-way text messaging with the person that's interested in the referrals that they send us. Because what we're doing is we're setting up that potential coach to see how simple it is to actually coach clients on this program. They're scared of what they need to do. So we add them in a three-way text. And then that shows them it's simple. Come on and jump on board because those people are going to want to have you coach them instead of us because they know you personally. Well, thanks for everybody having Thank us. You. Dale, Wendy. Um... All right, I got to jump in here real quick. First of all, thank you guys. There's like a thousand people on here, about 600 on Facebook. And I would guess 80% of the people watching just missed something that would change their entire business. Just a guess. You kind of fog over when we start talking referrals or... A little real talk. I'm going to insert in boot camp real quick, but I'm going to be nice about it. You start going, if you're watching Dale and what you're like, yeah, bud, or hey, what about this? And what about, I'm not saying every idea is the best idea ever, but these guys, Dale and Wendy have the numbers to prove it. When somebody's bringing on 30 new clients in September, and it's not because they have a massive following. It is because he said something on a uh, our training we did Monday night where he was speaking. He said, when a client comes in, one of their main goals, and I'm paraphrasing, is to groom them for when they are going to post on their social media. 
Like it's not just some little side thing that, oh, it'd be cool if they posted, right? Everybody, it, it, so many of us ask her, we're like, hey, do you think you might want to post, you know, your results on, like they're, they're at step one when a client comes on looking at step 15, they're going to post on social media. And now I'm going to be able to potentially have an impact on their entire sphere of influence that I would otherwise not have access to that I would otherwise not have the opportunity to help. I would otherwise not have the opportunity to change some of their lives. And they, they systematically walk them down that path. A huge part of it is help them get some sneaking results. This doesn't work if they're not getting results. But I don't know if you noticed, there's some massive benefits. And I'm not saying everybody go offer wellness credits to this to me was like, okay. And listen, if you're not part of this organization and you snuck in this boot camp, or maybe your leader got permission to be in here, please talk with your, your mentorship before you do anything. Okay. But I want you to think about this. I've always through my whole career as a coach offered $25. If somebody gets a friend to sign up, right. Referral credit. Did you catch these guys are giving their clients wellness credits just to post on social media, just to open up that sphere of influence. Do the math. If you're an executive director, heck, I think if, even if you're just a manager, one client more than pays for those wellness credits. But here's the great benefit. There's several great benefits. One, there's a much better chance that client that posts on social media and sees all their friends' responses is going to become a coach. Right. What's the what's what's the biggest objection you get about uh, people, if they're being honest, not wanting to coach? They genuinely don't think they can find anybody to help. Right. Or they don't have the time. But but really in their head, they're like, I don't want to fail at this. I don't know if anybody would follow me. I don't think I can sell this. I don't think. They walk them down this path. That's one benefit. Second benefit. So somebody orders the way that we all train to order and they've got what, 35, $40 in wellness or in rewards in their account, right? This is after their first month. Then you put another $25 or $50 wellness credits in there. Now they've got 90, $100 of rewards or wellness credits in their account to go towards their second order. I don't know about you, but I've ordered stuff when I had credits just because I couldn't let the credits waste. Stuff I didn't even need, stuff I didn't even want. And this is something that's impacting people's lives. So the person that's going and they're like, am I going to, first off, they're getting results. They're going to order again. But now they've got this, this bucket, this big bunch of wellness credits in there. It just helps them with their second order. It helps push them over the edge if they were thinking about walking away. So now you're not only getting, gaining referrals, but you're retaining your clients better. Because now what do we say? Become a coach because that adds another layer of accountability it also adds a layer of accountability when you post out in the public on social media. There's just so many stinking benefits to doing this. Now, this is, let me be really clear on this, and then I'm going to throw it over to Deanna. I'm not saying everybody go do this. This is what somebody is doing, and it happens to be working. Okay? Do not, they said something on uh, Monday night, and I didn't hear it today, but I want to make sure it's clear. Um, they reinvest from what they make from their business. Do not, do not go charge up a credit card and start paying your clients out of money that you have not earned 
from Optavia. Okay, if you are making income from Optavia and some of you leaders understand this, it is a wise move to reinvest into your business. It is tax deductible. And if it if it return, if there's a return on that investment, then you get double the benefit. You're not paying taxes on it. And now it's returning in more clients, more impact, more coaches. I mean, all the way down the line. So I just want to be clear. Don't go, don't go. We're not encouraging you to spend money to build this business um, outside of what you earn from this business, but you may want to consider reinvesting back in your business from the proceeds that you make, not all the proceeds, but from, uh, you know, a certain amount of the, of the proceeds, um, like, like they said, pay it forward. Okay. So anyway, that's enough. I'll get off my soapbox on that. Brilliant idea. Dale and Wendy, I've, I've honestly, I've seen people with high numbers before of now this is new clients. I'm not talking high FQV. They have, I think, the second highest FQV in in the in our entire organization, by the way, um, 30 something thousand. Um, I'm not talking, there's lots of coaches with high FQV and hats off to you if you have that high FQV. That's awesome. That's not easy to do. Um, I'm talking about consistent in the 20s, 30s, teens, 20s, 30s, new clients every single month. You know what I never hear from Dale and Wendy? Man, my FQV went down because this client was going to order and they bumped their order out to, to next month. And <laughs> never heard it from them. I never will. Because when you've got 23 new clients coming into your business, if somebody moves their order, you're not stressed about it. Right? You're not calling them on the last day of the month. and like, hey, I'll give you $25 if you place your order today instead of tomorrow or in four days. All right. That's a freebie. Megan's not here to hold me back. So anyway, all right, moving on. Uh, this is some gold here today. Thank you, Dale, Wendy. We're going to go over to uh, another one of my favorite humans. All these people are such great people. They're such great people that are part of this organization. I love it. Um, to talk a little bit about the health assessment and the power of your story, uh, Deanna Asensio. Take it away. My hey, guys. Friend. Hey, I'm here. Um, so <laughs> I know your brains are probably oozing out of your ears right now, but I want to ask you to stay engaged, pay attention. And if you go, ah, oh, this is just a health assessment. I know how to do a health assessment. Guys, pay attention because there will come a point when you will have a new coach and you will have to teach them how to do an effective health assessment. All the magic starts right here. So I want to start it off. I'm going to give you some tips. I'm going to share um, how to share your story. Um, but first off, what is your mindset like when you're going into a health assessment? Are you nervous or are you thinking, oh, they're going to say no? Or are you in a mindset, oh, I'm trying to get them? Guys, that's gross. <laughs> or are you super pumped and way excited? Like, I have something that they want. They reached out to me. They need this program, and I am the person that gets to help them. Mindset. Set it on the right trajectory, and the whole health assessment will go better. Also, this is just a little freebie tip. I never thank anyone for getting on a health assessment with me. Guys, I congratulate them for wanting to learn more. They're not doing me a favor by being on this health assessment. I am giving something to them, giving them an opportunity to learn more about what we have to offer. So 
First, second tip is, do you have a health assessment form and do you have a your four components written down? Why? I still have these in front of me today. When I do a health assessment, I've been coaching for five years. Why? So I can take good notes and so I don't ramble because I'm a talker. And so your, your clients can also tell, your candidates can also tell if you are multitasking when you're doing a health assessment. Are you doing this in your car while you're driving? Oh man, sorry, I almost got in an accident. How do, how do you think that makes them feel? Are there screaming kids in the background? Are you cooking dinner? Or are you sitting down in a place where it's quiet and you are 100% focused on that potential client? Guys, they can tell if you're distracted. They can tell if you're multitasking. And also, I'm sitting down and I'm writing down some good notes because like Monique shared too, they may have a bad week. They may fall off program. And if you have these questions, if you took good notes on that health assessment, you can come back around and remind them of their why. Guys, I don't have that kind of memory to try to remember every person's why. Why, what is important to them and what are their goals? I don't have that kind of memory. And then third tip is, are you asking good questions? See these two boxes here at the top? They're the biggest on the sheet for a reason. They are the most important. And how I start this off, asking that question to start off with, is so I know how to guide you, please share what you would like to accomplish with your health. And then be quiet. This is, if you're doing a good health assessment, the client, the candidate should be talking more than you. And so listen, and you're going to get one of two questions or answers when you ask that question. You're going to get something super detailed. Like that's a person who's ready. They know they're going to give you every single detail of what they want, why they want it, when they want it, by all those things. Or you're going to get someone that's a little bit more vague. And if you get a vague answer, like I want to lose 50 pounds, I want to urge you to dig a little deeper. And I'll put these questions on the, on the uh, bootcamp page. But these are some questions that I would ask if someone gives me a super vague idea or answer. I'd be like 50 pounds. Oh, great. That's totally doable. How will losing that 50 pounds make you feel? And sometimes it might be awkward silence, but let them think because they've never thought about that before. And so some, an answer might be, oh, I'll feel more confident. Oh, I love that. So you're down 50 pounds and you hear this, guys, I'm not saying if, I'm saying when. So you're down 50 pounds, you're feeling more confident. What is something you'd love to do that maybe you don't have the confidence to do right now. And I literally had a woman earlier this summer tell me, I'm, I, I want to have a pool party. I just put in a pool and we haven't even had a pool party yet because I don't feel good about how I look in a swimsuit. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that. So now she's told me what she wants. And now it's my job as her coach to paint that picture for her. I'm like, yes. Okay. So help me, Susie, at this pool party, what type of swimsuit are you wearing? And she was, she like, she knew it. She said, oh my gosh, it's this blue and white stripe to this one piece. It looks awesome. And it doesn't have that skirt thing on it because my husband hates those skirt things. <laughs> Any women, right? Yeah. And I'm like, boom. Oh my gosh. So now I'm going to hit it home, guys. I'm like, so do you think maybe losing 50 pounds and you feeling more confident, do you think that it could affect your relationship with your husband? Yeah. 
yeah, I think that could. And so now guys, you know what I just did? Her husband is now buying her program and she doesn't have to ask him <laughs> to get approval to buy her kit. Guys, those questions are super important. All right. Now, how to cover those four components. Guys, are you covering all four components? Or are you just talking about the fuelings? There are four components to this program. Health coach, habits of health system, community, and fuelings. What you focus on is what they will focus on for their program. So don't spend a ton of time on those fuelings, guys. And then when you come to wrap it up, are you confident? Are you sharing this program with confidence or are you hoping that they're going to sign up? Guys, people want to be led. If they knew how to do it on their own, they already would have done it. And I took an excerpt and I'll, I'll share it with Dan and Megan, make sure it's good. But I uh, took this from Doug Wood five years ago and I still use it today. And I tell people, man, when I wrap this up, guys, you're going to be losing weight quickly. I'm telling you what, if you do all those things, I just shared those four things. Man, it wouldn't surprise me if within two to three weeks, you're down 10 pounds. Easy. Now, obviously results vary, but my clients get results. And based upon what you told me, I see you as no different. Do you guys talk confidently like that? My clients get results. I do. And David and I, we sign up about four out of five clients because of that, or four out of five health assessments. But now let's talk about your story. Because this health assessment, like I said, is about them, not about you. But your client, your, your candidate wants to know two things. Number one, uh, did this work for you? <laughs> Number two, uh, will it work for them? Right? So I, when I'm telling my story, I start off with sharing how much pain I was in, where I was when I started, what made me want to reach out, and then lastly, what I found, or what happened to me, what were my results. And so my story, guys, is five years ago, at my heaviest, I, I was the heaviest I was even pregnant. And I was exhausted. I was napping all the time. We had moved weeks ago and I wasn't even unpacked. Nothing in my closet fit me. That was my pain. And I knew what to do, but I was too tired to do it. I didn't want to spend all day at the gym or meal prepping in the kitchen all day. And one day I was scrolling on Facebook and boom, I ran into my friend Tiffany and she lost 80 pounds in six months. I thought, man, if this worked for her, it surely worked for me. So I reached out. I asked her what she was doing and I got started. That's what made me reach out. Four days, guys, four days in, I felt a difference. My sugar cravings were gone. My hunger disappeared. My energy was through the roof. And then in two weeks, two weeks, I'd only lost about six pounds, but I lost three inches off my butt. Yes, I said that. Off my butt. And I dropped two pant sizes. I have zero doubt this same, the same thing will happen to you and for you. I've seen it over and over again. Guys, part of the reason why you want to ask good questions, and this is a tip, is because you want to be listening for what their pain level is. And if your pain level was the same, I want to encourage you to talk about it. Like if their energy is in the toilet and they are not sleeping and you notice that when you were on program, your energy went up and you slept like a baby, say that. Share that as part of your story. If they were addicted to sugar and your sugar cravings went away, tell them. Now, don't lie. Don't make up something just to match what they did. But if that was your story, share that. Know your audience, guys. That's why you ask good questions and you can share part of your story if it's familiar or if it's similar. So that's all I got, guys. We're going to cover more later uh, with cost and all those things. Thanks for letting me share again. 
Boom. Awesome, Deanna. The queen of health assessments right there. Did you hear her say she signs up, her and David uh, sign up four out of five health assessments. Success leaves clues. We are delivering clues to you. Don't try to implement everything on this boot camp. We just want to make sure we, we have it all covered and you can take one little thing and implement it um, and really grow your business. So thank you, Deanna. Uh, we're going to go right to Shelby Garcia next. And I've been looking forward to hearing her talking about one of my favorite subjects, being bold. By the way, don't go anywhere. We have three more speakers. You do not want to leave. We saved, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it the best for last. So don't go anywhere. It's Megan. No, it's not. I mean, we'll say bye at the end, but Shelby, go ahead. Awesome. Thank you guys. Well, tis the season y'all. I mean, what a fun time to be a health coach, right? We have 34 days left in the year, and this literally is the most wonderful time of the year. The next several weeks are going to provide for you some of the best opportunities to share this gift and to tell your story. Because here's the thing, you're going to find yourself in more rooms than usual this time of year. You're going to be seeing people at the Christmas party, the school Christmas party, the church parties, the school events, the family gatherings, the sport events, the New Year's Eve, all the parties, right? So first things first, lead yourself well. Can we just do some real talk for just a second, family? There is truly nothing inspiring about someone who can't even keep their own promises they make to themselves. Okay. And I don't say that to be mean or to create shame at all. I say that from a place of a person who never kept a single promise to herself until she found this program. And that absolutely changed everything about my life. So make the commitment now to yourself of how you want to show up at all these events, right? Because once you have that settled, you're going to stick to it and you're going to be showing up as your best self and people are going to notice, right? They're going to start to say, wow, girl, you look amazing. Or dude, you look phenomenal. What are you doing? Right? And this is where you want to have your story ready, like Deanna talked about. And this is when, you know, when they say something to you and they're, they're complimenting you because it's coming, right? You know, it's coming. If it hadn't come already, it's about to come. You want to be intentional with that conversation. You want to be authentic in your gratitude and say something like, Thank you, Deanna. I feel amazing. You know what's so crazy is it's so much more rewarding hearing that compliment from you than it was watching the scale go down 90 pounds. So thank you so much. I genuinely appreciate it, right? Be genuine in your gratitude. When they're like, girl, what are you doing? I got to do something. My go-to phrase is I love to say, girl, I'm eating food like it's my full-time job and I'm still losing weight. This is crazy, right? See, they're not actually wanting to know all the ingredients and the fuelings at that moment, right? They're thinking of themselves. They're looking at you pass up the sweets or they're looking at you how you just walked in this room and lit up the whole dang place because you're feeling your best self. And they're thinking of themselves like, well, Shelby did it. Can I do it? Right? And you're going to lead by example and you're going to show them how simple this is. Find creative ways to work it in the conversation. When you're at that dinner party and the waitress rolls around asking that, blessed question. Okay. Who made room for dessert? I stole this one from Tiffany. And you know, you can say something like, no girl, I gave that up 90 pounds ago, right? Or however much weight you've lost. And that one always gets people going, what, what did she just say? Right. Have fun with this, you guys, but be bold. Here's the key. 
be authentic in your gratitude and be intentional with your next response because it's time to be bold and take the conversation to the next step. When they say, what are you doing, right? Depending on the setting, it might not be appropriate to go into a whole health assessment or share call right at that moment, but you can be intentional about making a plan to connect later. If you're already Facebook friends with them, when they're like, girl, what are you, what is your secret? right? I, my go-to phrase is I'm like, girl, I am literally eating food. Like it's my full-time job and I'm losing weight. This is crazy, but girl, you can do it too. I'll tell you what, I'm going to add you to our Facebook group so you can get some more information and let's chat later for real. I, I'm, I'm almost certain we're going to have a program that's going to help you do this thing. And here's the kicker, get your phone out and add them to the group right then. If you're not Facebook friends with them, this is your chance to ask them, girl, are we friends on Facebook or dude, are we, I'm right. I understand. I talk like a girl, right? Are we friends on Facebook? We're not. Okay. We got to fix that right now. Right. And add them to Facebook right then. And they take them through the process, make a commitment to connect with them later. This is going to take boldness, but I am telling you, you are going to radically change someone's life this holiday season, all because you decided to be bold and intentional over the next 34 days. So let's do this, you guys. Let's change someone's life with our boldness. Thank you. I, uh, I love that, Shelby, and you model that so well. So thank you. Um, what an encouragement. We have a gift that this world needs. And so how selfish to hold it back and keep overthinking about the way we deliver it and, and how, what is that person going to think? No, what is that person going to think when they find, find out what you've been holding to yourself and mm. not sharing, right? Let's get bold with this gift. People need it. And I love those very specific and practical tools. Don't wait. Do it right there in the interaction with them. So that is amazing. Um, all right. I love it. Let's bring on Wayne, who is going to cover um, talking about cost and how this and the way you approach this can affect whether someone decides to jump in or not. So Wayne Pendle, here you go. It's Saturday morning, all of my boot campers. Listen, where I live, it's rivalry weekend for college football, right? Uh, my Auburn Tigers are about to play Alabama. My Gators are about to play Florida State. There's a big thing in Ann Arbor. And here's where I mentioned that because I saw tickets are going on sale for thousands of dollars for those games. And people are going to pay thousands of dollars to go watch that crazy football game when I can watch it from my house. The reason is, is because they value it. Now, uh, Dan and Megan asked me to talk about uh, covering cost. I really would love to change that to communicating value because I believe there's a difference. And I've got four minutes to do this. So I'm not going to give you the MBA lesson here from business school on the difference between cost and value and price. But you should. it's a big deal. But let me ask you this. A question that Courtney and I had to come to terms with after five and a half years of coaching is this. Do you, and you're going to have to ask yourself this question. Do not put ones and twos in the chat. Just listen. Do you feel like this program's expensive? You just, you have to come to terms with that. And if there's a hesitation, you're going to need to work through that. Because Dan taught me this many years ago. Two things I say out loud before every health assessment. Number one, everybody needs this. Number two, everyone can afford it. That is the posture that I go into a health assessment with. So let me give you this quick analogy because there's some tips on the bootcamp page. You can talk to your mentorship team about what to say. I will say just some of the quick tips I say is, what does it cost you not to do something? How's your current unhealthy life serving you? Right, Deanna talked about some of those great questions to ask. Program's $14 a day. What are you currently saying? I mean, there are tips out there, but let me give you this analogy because I think if one area 
trips up coaches. It's the mindset of cost. So let me just give you this analogy. You're pulling off the interstate. You're low on fuel. You see two, my dad used to call them filling stations. <laughs> you, you see two places to get fuel at. The one on the left has fuel that will absolutely maximize your engine's performance in your car. The gas station on the right has fuel that will over time destroy your car. And they're both the same price listed on the billboard. I know prices are increasing. That's a boot camp for another time, right? So, right, they're there. Okay, which one are you going to go to? The one on the left that's going to maximize your engine's performance on the one on the right? Well, I think we would immediately choose if the cost is the same, the one on the left. Okay, well, let me ask you this. What about if the one on the left, the one that's going to maximize fuel was actually a dollar less than the station on the right? Which one would you pull into? Again, that's like a double no-brainer, the one on the left. Well, let me ask you a third scenario. The station on the left whose fuel will maximize the performance of your engine is a dollar more than the gas station on the right. Which one are you choosing? Knowing that the one on the right is going to destroy your vehicle, which is going to cost a whole lot more in the long run, right? You're still going to go to the one on the left. Do you know you made your decision that had nothing to do with the cost of that fuel? You made your decision because of the benefit that that fuel provides. Here's the ace in the hole that all of us have. We're not selling creams and powders that are extra. Every human on the planet has to eat. <laughs> I think sometimes we forget and all of the, the things that we teach, the basic human condition is we must eat. And I can tell you, because yesterday happened, they eating. I know that's terrible English, right? So here's what I know. All I'm doing is helping someone through the health assessment reallocate funds that they're already spending to a better fuel option. That is my complete posture. I don't get nervous when I get to how much it costs. I don't, my heart rate doesn't increase because I've done what Deanna has told me to do. I have added exceptional value through the process. And you know, the value starts and Deanna, that she would tell you this too, that the value of Optavia starts before the health assessments. You have postured value through social media. The value continues after the health assessment. If it's a not yet, because you're continuing to follow up and add value, you know what you're doing? You're taking the, the focus off cost and you're expanding their aperture about the value. But there are some tips you can say through the process. And we do that along the way. And I'm not going to go into some of those little those tips because you can get the, there's already a document posted on the bootcamp page about how to overcome objections. But the biggest objection is staring right in that webcam. It's you. It's not what to say, because if you have that posture of I'm adding value, it'll come across. Yes, the average American spends $20. How much do you spend? Oh, about, you know, this is going to cost you about 13, 14 a day. My goodness, for me and Courtney, we were both on program. It was cost neutral. Isn't that awesome? But even if it costs us a little bit extra, Courtney spent her birthday in the ER. I'm not willing to have that happen again. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. Sometimes we get to that, get all nervous. Well, they don't want to do it because it's 400 plus dollars. They're already spending it. So that's the good news. I'm not asking them to go get teeth whitener for $400. So I think sometimes we got to have that perspective of the fact that we are helping them shift the allocation of money they're already spending on what every human on the planet needs, and that's food. Have them consider the better fuel source. Oh, see, that's out there. But guys, if we don't get this straight, and so I want you to ask yourself this question as I close. Do you believe?
that this program is expensive because I hear it from young coaches a lot. Well, they're just not doing it because it's too expensive. And the first question I say is, do you believe it is? And they're like, well, yeah, kind of. That's why I haven't placed a personal order in three months. But that's real talk and I can't go there. All I'm suggesting is we must elevate the value of this program and quit fixating on cost. And that will change the language you use during your health assessment. Thanks. Man, that was a great illustration, Wayne. And uh, you are dead on. Yeah. Guys, it is. I, I, let me ask you a question. If you have a client, you get to the end of a health assessment, they're like, or even beforehand, because sometimes they know the price and they're like, yeah, but it costs like, blah, blah, blah. how do you respond to that? What's, what's your gut response? There's two ways you respond. One, yeah, I know, but, and you add in the value. And I saw somebody in the chat put that. Wayne, when you said, do you think it's expensive? Somebody goes, yeah, but it's worth it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. That's Wayne's whole point. When somebody says, yeah, but it's so expensive, you got to be like, what? No, it's not. Because <laughs> it's not. Do some math. Right? So that, that is something that has to happen. Once you get that right, it's not the scripts. It's not all, all the, all the it's, it's not that. And Wayne, I love that you shared the gas station illustration because what that did is that moved people up here in their own mind to see, wow, it isn't expensive. What's expensive is to keep eating freaking McDonald's every day. That's expensive. What's expensive is when your kids have to bury you early because you died and pay for a funeral. Oh, this is getting too serious now. Okay, so, but remember that. When somebody comes at you and says, yeah, it's expensive, don't agree with them. No, it's not. I mean, don't make them feel like an idiot, but anyway. Okay, thanks, Wayne. That was awesome. Sorry, I'm getting on a soapbox here. All right, last but not least, we're going to end with this. Give, give, us, give us a few more minutes, everybody. You do not want to go anywhere. This whole business comes down to this, this subject right yes here yep okay i'm gonna let them introduce it themselves they are the absolute pros but if you can get this especially during this season because this has to do with all those seeds you're putting in the ground how do you take care of those suckers how do you harvest those suckers how do you make sure they're nourished how do you make sure that you got those stalks popping up and the fruit coming out uh at the right time I was going to name a month, but I don't know when the right time is. It might be in a week. It might be in three years. You got that message from 2015 the other day. I did. Just yeah. Saying. <laughs> yeah. I got a message from somebody that I was chatting with in 2015. <laughs> I didn't even know they reached out and I scrolled up in the chats. I'm like, what? They ghosted me five years ago. <laughs> so anyway, All right. Um, Allison and Jonathan Darby close us out here today. Bring us home. Take it away. Thank you, Dan and yeah. We are the Darbies. All right, throw in the chat. Is anyone else here in Fatburn with me? Guys, it is amazing. You show up totally different when you are. Here's a tip, free tip, y'all. Some of you need to get into Fatburn to grow your business. And some of you need to go into maintenance to grow mm. your business. Love you guys. We don't need to just be talking about it. We need to be about it. Yeah, we're going to be sharing some slides, but just know that they're going to be shared in the bootcamp uh, Facebook group today. Um, so you can go look at them again. So. so here's how it's going down, y'all. 
First, we're going to talk about why you should follow up. Then we're going to talk about how to follow up. And lastly, we're going to cover some concepts about following up. So let's talk about why you should follow up. All right. As Coach Burt says, all right, amateurs listen to their feelings. All right. But professionals follow up. And I'm assuming everybody here today wants to help a lot of people and they want to have a successful business. Right. So let me just say this. When I ran my uh, equipment rental company, I had salesmen visit me all the time. Sometimes they'd come in and they'd give me a weak pitch and I'd say, that's it? I mean, I was almost insulted if they didn't pursue my business properly, right? Doggedly. It made me think less of the company and maybe less of the product that they were presenting. So let's talk about some metrics, all right? Throw in the chat, how many times do you follow up with your potential clients? And be honest, guys, just shoot from the hip, all right? Okay, got some numbers in here, all right? Okay, did you know that only 2% of sales are made on the first contact? All right, at this point, you've tapped into 150th of your potential, 150th, all right? Only 3% of sales are made on the second contact, all right? That's 120th of the people that are, are going to be making a purchase at some point, all right? Only 5% are made in the third contact, right? So at this point, if you add all those percentages up, you're one-tenth in, into your potential, all right? And here's the sad truth, guys. Only 10% of salespeople right? Even bother making more than three contacts, all right? But 80% of potential clients are going to sign up between the fifth and the 12th contact, which means most of us are leaving a heck of a lot of meat on the bone, all right? So I'd love to see how many of y'all are following up with 12 people, right? As Brad Pitt says in Fight Club, The Gorgeous George, great movie, you should watch it, all right? Um, not Fight Club, Snatch. He says, you stay into the job's done. He's Irish in that movie, right? In our line of work, that's 12 touches. It's not a no until you get all 12 of them, okay? All right, so now let's talk about how to follow up. All right, whenever someone asks you what you're doing, I'm going to need you to go ahead and put them on a list. This can be a spreadsheet, a notebook, anything. Get organized mm. and do not overthink it. You can make lists of people who have reached out but never gotten on a phone call. People who have had a health assessment but didn't sign up right away. People that you added to the ATM groups. People that showed interest and aren't in the ATM group and you're an active client. Make your lists and now you know who needs 12 mm. follow-ups. They raised their hand in some form or fashion and they said, I need help in this area that you have expertise in. And even if they say, oh, heavens no, I will never do program because of X, Y, or Z, you still need to follow up and foster that relationship. Didn't they just tell you that they have some sort of health goal that they haven't been able to attain on their own? You are a transformational coach. Mm. They shared their health goals and their struggles with you. So you need to have the conviction to follow up on those goals. Following up isn't just about asking like, Hey, ready to start program? Although I do say that sometimes. <laughs> it's about commenting on their posts once a week, sending transformations that look like what they want to accomplish, mm. asking how they're doing on their own health journey, message them about something totally unrelated to their health, a call so that they can hear your voice, a voice text to let them know that you are thinking about them. Don't just message them and take no interest in their daily life, but don't just be all about the daily things and never ask them about their health. Mm. So I have 12 examples. Guys, 
no Whoa. excuses to be like, wow, 12 is a lot of times, y'all. They are all laid out here. So here we go. You're going to text them after the health assessment. You're going to follow up. You're going to send them some resources. Then you're going to circle back and you're going to say, hey, circling back. <laughs> Just wanted to see how you thought about that video or wanted to check back in on your goals. Then you're going to send them a transformation. This can be from transformation stories to share. This can be from health and wholeness. Guys, I sent this Wednesday and she actually hadn't ever gotten on a phone call. She was so resistant. But look, she says, wow, maybe I can do that in a shorter amount of time. I said, yeah, girl, let's talk. She finally got on a call and signed up yesterday. Yeah. You can message them and check in on life. I checked in. Okay. Are we doing this? And then she didn't answer. So I said, Hey, you've got a crawler over there. Oh my gosh. That changes the game. She responded later on. I had that open door to be like, okay, real talk. I'm mm. nine days in. I'm in fat burn. Are we doing this? And then I want you guys to go message and check in on their health goals. This one, once again, he signed up this week and he said, mm, my wife wants me to do Weight Watchers. So like, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do before trying program. I said, Hey, how's Weight Watchers going? <laughs> so check in on those health goals. Guys, he signed up this week. I want you to go ahead and send them a video. Uh, Let them see your face. You are a real human. You care. You have empathy or send them a voice text and say, Hey, I was just thinking about you. I have been thinking about those goals that you shared with me. Be specific. Hmm. And you know, I've just been thinking, I'm so excited for when you decide to start program, because I just know it's going to be so amazing. And then I want you to go comment on their posts. You know, don't go comment on a bunch of them, but like go intentionally comment. We're not hmm. scrolling guys comment on something. Your baby's so cute. Oh my gosh. I don't know how guys talk, but that's how I talk. And then mm -hmm. I want you to tag them in the ATM group. Guys, utilize this group. This is actually one of our coaches right now. She's incredible. <laughs> she lost all the weight and she's a success, but this was 50 weeks ago that I tagged her in this. And then reply to their stories, guys. If they have stories, go engage with them. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I need you to come decorate my house because you're incredible. And then last but not least, I want you to call them. I want them to hear your voice. I know it's going to scare you, but what I want you to say is, hey, girl, how you doing? Or, hey, man, how's it been? <laughs> and then wait, let them share. And then I want you to say, good, I am so glad. Okay, so I'm calling for a specific reason. I know you mentioned that you have specific health goals, insert those specific health goals. And I wanted to let you know that I've been thinking about that. And I know you and you and I can partner together so that you can have success. Are you ready to get started? And then just listen, whether they're ready or not, you can still listen and hold that space for them. Okay, so let's talk baseball real quick, all right? If you're a lifetime 300 hitter in Major League Baseball, you're probably going to become a Hall of Famer. All right. Think about what that means. You fail seven out of 10 times at the plate. You only succeed three out of 10 times and you're possibly immortalized in Cooperstown. Babe Ruth, the great Bambino, who's one of the greatest home run hitters of all time, held two interesting records when he retired. He had the record for the most home runs at 714. All right. And he also held the record for the most strikeouts at 1330. But you know what people talk about? the home runs. They don't talk about the strikeouts. That's why he's called the Sultan of SWAT and not the Sultan of strikeouts. All right. So let's talk about some concepts when it comes to following up because we've already established that we need to be doing it. Let's start with this. You need to be comfortable with being identified as a transformational coach. All right. If you're not comfortable with that, of course you aren't following up because you want anybody to find out that you're a transformational coach. Okay. Here's another one. I don't want to be salesy. 
Well, guess what? Some of you are only wearing your friend hat, right? But you need to wear both. As we established, you need to be wearing your professional hat at least five to 12 times. This doesn't mean you can't wear your friend hat too, all right? You can be both. I had friends rent equipment from me all the time. It wasn't weird and we're still friends and I charged them money, okay? To quote the great Barrett Snare, we do not get people or sell people. We help and empower people. So if you're feeling salesy, don't be salesy, right? Or you think you know they won't sign up, so you don't follow up. I'm just going to be real with you guys on this one, all right? This is judgmental, all right? How about you let them choose their own adventure, all right? You have no idea what might have changed since you last spoke, right? How about this? Are you afraid of being told no? Why? Are they rejecting you? Or are they not yet ready to commit to changing directions in their health? Or are they skeptical? Or do they have lies they have to disentangle before they can move forward? Is it possible this is more about them than it is about you? All right. People are coming to you saying that they need your advice. So follow up with them. They expect it. Ask them about their goals. Remind them of the need that they had when they came to you in the first place. All right. Has that need been satisfied? No. Weight Watchers didn't work? Great, you have a solution, all right? The very fact that someone reached out to you means that they're interested, but are working through their own concepts. How do I know this? Because it's not about how much they know about nutrition. It's about their relationship with food. And what is that? That's a concept, all right? So it's not a head problem, it's a heart problem. How many times have we said this to our clients, all right? So then we should expect our new clients to have concepts that prevent them from moving forwards towards the person they want to become, all right? And that's where you come in. That's all we got. Thanks, Dan and Megan. Whoo, that was worth waiting for, wasn't it, everybody? Darby's, Jonathan, Allison, amazing. So helpful. I love all the very specific ways that you can follow up and even when to do it because so many of us get in our own way and we're like, oh, they ghosted me. Oh gosh, you know? And what a reminder that, uh, hello, life is going on for them or something else is going on for them. And they, you, you need to pop back into their inbox. You need to send a voice message. You need to do something. Cause then they're like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to get back to you. I forgot. Thanks for the reminder. It was no big thing. We're creating some weird story. Hello, stop. No, I, I used to say this all the time. I haven't said this in a while, but thank you for the reminder, uh, Darby's. It's too easy when somebody says, oh no, I'm, I'm going to do Weight Watchers to cross them off our list. Yeah right? Or somebody's like, oh, I'm not ready, or it's too expensive, or whatever it is, that they're a no. Like, Mm -hmm. don't let this become cliche. It really is. They're just, it's just not, may not be the right time right now. That's it. I've got a binder called my future client binder. Okay. How many of you have a future client binder? So I, years ago, changed my orientation towards health assessments. Every time I do a health assessment, it was a win, whether they signed up or not. Because when I finished that health assessment, I'd take that health assessment and I would physically put it in one of two places. It would either go in my new client or current client binder, my coaching binder, or it will go in this other binder that I created called my future client binder. All my follow-up was out of that binder. Okay. It wasn't fancy. It was literally a three-ring binder with health assessments in it. And I'd flip through it. That was my follow-up, but I'm telling you, and you've heard me say this before, I would not sell that binder, that future (laughs) client binder for a million dollars. Literally, if somebody offered me $1 million for that binder, I would not, because you know what? It's probably worth 10, 20, 
30 times that even just financially because 80% of our business comes out of that binder. It's gold. So Darby's, thank you. That was just amazing. I want to, I'm going to throw this out and then Megan will end. Brody texted me Moreland if he's still on. Uh, and I love what he said. Cause when, uh, when uh, Dale opened up you know, and I love the humility uh, Dale and Wendy have the, the morales. And they said, I don't know. We just do what everyone else does. <laughs> well, somebody's missing something because everybody <laughs> doesn't have the results you have, Dale, but that's, that's neither here nor there. But Brody Moreland figured it out. He said, no, Dale, that's incorrect. You just do what everyone else knows to do. You just do what everyone else knows to do. Yep. Guys, and I wanted to share that because that wraps around everything in this boot camp, in every boot camp. Yep. It's not about doing everything, but it's about doing as many things as possible consistently that you can handle. If you're not doing it consistently, you can't handle it. Put the bar down a little bit but it's the consistency. Uh, today was awesome. Thank you all to all of our speakers. You guys were amazing. All the PowerPoints will be up in the, the page, in the bootcamp page. Um, and, and I saw some questions in the chat about different things. Check with your mentorship. If you have questions, we're not gonna, they're not gonna get answered in the chat here. Just shoot a text to your mentorship. Um, Last but not least, we do have one. Thank yeah, and don't forget about Sunday. That's what I was going to say. Oh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm seeing people hop off like we're saying. Goodbye. Don't leave so yet. I want to just remind you that we have this um, massive opportunity in this trilogy call, okay, um, that is happening tomorrow. And so the info is all in the bootcamp page. But again, this is not a mass announcement, a mass copy and paste text message. When you do some of those things that the Darby's just talked about, this is a opportunity to follow up with someone you've already had a conversation with, someone who you've already thanked the like, they've, they've been commenting, you go to them personally and you invite them. Maybe you voice message them by name. You invite them to come to check out this call. People who maybe haven't been willing to hop on a one-on-one -on -one call with you, it's not hard for them to hop on a Zoom or to hop in the Facebook page and to watch the streaming version of this. But I'm telling you, whatever you choose to put into as far as invitations go is going to be what you see come from this, okay? Um, do we have the slide here or is just all info in the- It's in the bootcamp okay. page. So you have everything it's you there. need, just a last encouragement. Um, these aren't happening all the time. This is a big one, great timing. People are primed and ready. So invite them, invite them and follow up with them. Make sure they got on and-, and uh, yeah. We'll see y'all on there Sunday night. And uh, if not, then, then we'll see you on next Saturday for week four. Love you guys. Thanks, everybody. Awesome week.